Welcome. I'm Reverend Tim Earhart, and this is Daily Bible Reflections for June 25, 2023. Today's Gospel lesson comes from Matthew chapter 10, verses 24 to 39, Tussling with Trouble. The student is not above the teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for students to be like their teachers, and servants like their masters. If the head of the house has been called Beelzebul, how much more the members of his household? So do not be afraid of them, for there is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed, or hidden that will not be made known. What I tell you in the dark, speak in the daylight. What is whispered in your ear, proclaim from the roofs. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside your father's care. And even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Whoever acknowledges me before others, I will also acknowledge before my father in heaven. But whoever disowns me before others, I will disown before my Father in heaven. Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be the members of his own household. Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. New International Version We can expect opposition and trouble from the world. Those who follow the words and ways of Jesus will experience hardship at the hands of others, because Christ's values are often different than how the world's systems typically operate. Being called the devil, Beelzebul, isn't exactly a term of endearment. There were those so upset with Jesus that they equated him with Satan. So since Christ got this kind of verbal treatment, how much more will we be the brunt of false accusations, slander, and gossip? We are not above our Lord. We will be treated as he was. We cannot expect that we are above getting into trouble. Believers are promised deliverance from sin, death, and hell, and not from the meanness and ignorance of people in this present life. Because of this reality, we need to be savvy to our situation of trouble and practice common sense, as well as have a mental disposition that thinks the best of people and does not immediately judge and condemn others. All of this requires us to avoid the two extremes of either simple assimilation into the culture or rejection of the culture as evil. Both the blending into culture and the separating from it each share the same preferred outcome of trying to avoid opposition and trouble. 
Instead, <clears throat> there is a third way of being faithful to following the way of Jesus. Interact with and engage the culture as salt and light. Assimilation causes us to lose our saltiness, and isolation hides our light. So let's find wise ways to understand truth and apply it in the concrete situations of life in this world. For example, we can discuss life issues about our jobs and school from a Christian perspective so that we might speak into others' lives instead of just standing against something and complaining about it. How might we show both grace and truth in a particular situation? Are there ways we can give support without condoning something we oppose, and how? We can expect that we are going to disrupt and upset our families and experience opposition from them. Unfortunately, opposition does not just come from the world, but within the very families and communities we love and rub shoulders with every day. Most persecution, hardship, and trouble for believers in Jesus come from family and those closest to us. Although I grew up in a church-going family, we never really discussed faith or Christianity. When I became serious about walking with and following Jesus, I faced a lack of support. I was often the brunt of teasing and verbal jabbing. My commitment to Christ had butted up against the family value of never rocking the boat. There was once a woman who experienced new life in Christ. When God grabbed a hold of her life, she had been on track to become the next Barbara Walters. But her newfound values of embracing the Beatitudes of Jesus rubbed the television broadcast world too much. So she went into radio. Instead of looking toward a lucrative life on screen, she settled for less money and no fame behind the microphone of a Christian radio station. Her family did not understand this, and marrying a preacher did not help the situation any for her. To this day, she still faces hardship and resentment for making decisions that did not get her the American dream. Jesus said that anyone who wants to take the path of least resistance by not rocking the family boat with Christian love, is not worthy of him. Anyone who does not take up their cross and follow Jesus in the way of trouble is not worthy of following him. We must die to self, which often means dying to avoidance of conflict and become alive to the wonder of God's mercy and love in the world. We don't need to be afraid of getting into trouble. Why? Well, because fear has to do with the unknown. Since we know opposition and trouble is expected, we will not live in dread of what might happen. The early Christians actually rejoiced in their suffering because they considered it a privilege to be walking in the way of Jesus. We don't need to be afraid because we will receive special help. In times of hardship, we have a helper the Holy Spirit, given to us for such times as these. And God isn't surprised by your hardship. The Lord will eventually deal with all that is wrong in this world. And the wrath of God is to be feared more than the wrath of people. God is watching over all the details of my life.
If God cares for all the small details, how much more will the Lord take care of the big issues of my life? It is a privilege to follow Jesus into trouble. This is what is called upside-down theology. In giving my life away to Jesus, I find it. In getting into trouble, I find peace. In serving and taking up my cross, there is happiness, not depression. Sometimes things in the kingdom of God seem upside down, and that is as it should be. Facing trouble is really not the worst thing to be experienced. Being separated from God is. <clears throat> we are to expect opposition from the world and from family. Yet we need not be afraid, because tussling with trouble is part of what it means to follow Jesus. It is the way of the cross. So count the cost. Give your life away. In doing so, you will certainly not lose your reward from God.